You're now listening to The Cadence Sprint. everyone. So the Cadence Sprint is a short version of the One Step Beyond podcast that's focused on developing skill set, stretching mindset, and also focusing on anything that I believe would be interesting for us to discuss. Today, what I want to talk about is how we can answer questions effectively. So in our given day, we're asked a ton of questions, ranging from really simple to very complex. And not all of those questions are really high value. In fact, we probably get asked about five to 10 really, really important questions each day. And when I think of an important question, I mean ones that are going to give that moment of clarity that's going to change the game or things we might get quoted on later. You know, think of the amount of times where people say, well, I remember last Tuesday you said whatever it is. And you think, I don't think I actually said that. And who's to say you might have by mistake? And the reason is that when we're asked questions, we're usually talking our way to our answer. And when we do that, you might not really realize what you're saying or how what you're saying is going to be perceived. So the best way to really manage our questions day to day is use what I call the answer pyramid. But before I get to that, let me tell you what most people do in their day to day. So when we're asked a question, we usually explain our way there. So what we do is we think out loud, basically. And we do this for one of two reasons. The first reason is that we assume the person that we're speaking with needs to hear the context or the background or the data before we get to the answer. Or we actually just don't know what the answer is. And we're thinking about it, but we're doing that thinking out loud. So our reasoning is out loud. In both cases, I want you to think of a funnel. So it's really wide at the top, and then at the end, there's a point. That wide start, that's when we're starting our conversation, when we're starting to work our way towards our answer. And as we go, we're getting deeper and deeper and deeper, but also getting more focused. At the end of the funnel, that's typically where we answer. But here's the challenge. When we do that, one of three things happen. First is that we confuse our audience. They're expecting an answer, and what we're giving them is an explanation. So when people get confused, they start asking us more and more questions. And of course, when they do that, we're explaining more and more and more. And we never actually get to the answer. We just get a lot of confusion back. So the second thing that can happen is that when we're explaining our way towards our answer, our audience can just decide that somewhere in our explanation was the answer that they were looking for. The thing is, often people look for something that either is the thing that they want the answer to be or the thing that they fear the answer is going to be. And the next thing we know, someone has just said, oh, well, this is your answer, when it's really at all not what our answer was. It was just part of our explanation. But the third thing that can happen, and this is the absolute worst, is when people just get fed up listening to us. They assume that we have an inability to answer the question or that we're being evasive or we don't know what we're talking about. This happens often when we've explained many times to people without actually answering effectively. So the thing I've got to encourage everyone is that answering questions clearly and concisely is a super important part of our day-to-day and is also a major component of relationship building. 
So how do we do it effectively? Take that funnel and flip it upside down. Make it a pyramid. This is what I call an ABC model. At the top of the pyramid is the answer. Midway down is the bridge. And at the base of the pyramid is the content. So A, answer, B, bridge, C, content. So to use this model effectively, I'm gonna ask you to take a leap with me. There is no such thing as a long answer. There is only the short answer. You're only gonna be able to roll with this if you can philosophically say there is a difference between the answer and the explanation. If you can do that, you're gonna be able to use this format. If you can't do that, then you're gonna be stuck funneling for the rest of your life. So if you can make that leap with me, then your answer is either one, two, or three sentences maximum. A one sentence answer is incredible. And in fact, it could even just be one word. Yes, no. Or if the answer is gonna be a bit provocative for your audience, you could say, unfortunately, yes, or unfortunately, no. It's totally fine to use a few words to pad it, or even a few sentences to pad it. You just can't go past three. So like I said, a one sentence answer is an incredible answer. Two sentences is pretty good, and three sentences is okay. The thing about these sentences, though, is they have to be short. 22 words or less per sentence. So if you're answering with one sentence, then it's 22 words or less. If it's two sentences, then you have 44 words or less. And if it's three sentences, you have 66 words or less. But that's it. Maximum 66 words. I know that sounds easy, but once you get into this, you can see how challenging that could be. So you've got your answer, which is one, two, or three sentences. And I want to encourage you, a lot of great answers don't require explanation. I believe in North America, people way over-explain themselves. I encourage you that throughout your day, very often your answer is enough. But there are some situations where you can anticipate your audience is going to want that explanation. And that's totally cool. Just be ready. So if you need to explain something, or if after you answer, you're asked to explain, that's great. Then you use your bridge and your content. So the bridge is simply half a sentence, so 11 words or less, that goes between your answer and the explanation. It legitimately acts like a bridge from the answer to the explanation. It can be as simple as one word, like because. All you need to do is punch the word a little bit harder, because. Or, if you want to expand, you can say, so to explain that, or to tell you more about my answer, or to give you the data, or to explain this further, feel free to use that as a bridge as well. The thing about a bridge is if you're going to be answering a lot of questions about something, try to use different bridges from question to question, or else it's going to sound a little bit repetitive. The other thing is you can use a nonverbal bridge. And a nonverbal bridge is just a two or three second pause between the answer and the explanation. For people just learning this skill, I suggest a verbal bridge. It's easier to use, and the bridge is actually quite challenging to get used to using. So I encourage you, start with the verbal bridge. And again, it's very easy just to use the word because. Finally is the content. The content is where you can explain to your heart's content. It's totally fine here. If you want to explain, start with the bridge, and then imagine a little stopwatch starts right after you say the bridge. Up to 30 seconds is the sweet spot for an explanation. That's where you can be pretty sure you've got most of your audience's attention. However, 
Some answers require more explanation, so feel free to go up to a minute. Now you can be pretty sure you've got a lot of your audience's attention. But some answers require even more explanation, so feel free to go as far as two minutes. At two minutes, you still have some of your audience's attention. But the longer you talk, the less of that attention you're going to have. So feel free to go past two minutes if you need to, but keep in mind it's diminishing returns. People will only listen to you explain something for so long unless they're highly motivated to hear the explanation. So the longer you explain, the less willing people are to listen to you. You're best if you have a short answer of one, two, or three sentences, a short bridge, and then an explanation that's 30 seconds, one minute, or maximum two minutes. If you do this for your high-value questions day-to-day, you're not only going to be constantly making sure that people understand what you're saying, you're also going to be building relationships from conversation to conversation. All right, that's it for a Cadence Sprint, and I'll see you next time on One Step Beyond. One step beyond.